from the beginning. And I was shown that um, uh, that Lucifer would return, that the UN and the Vatican were going to be completely behind it, again, under false pretenses. He's going to show up and say, I'm here to save the day, right? Uh, and, okay, fine, you know. Yeah, of course, ahead, you can try. say whatever you want. But, I've always hated censorship. It's the internet. Sometimes, you know, once they get you for your first love bite, well, it depends on how aware you are, right? First of all, as you know, the uh, the Anunnaki and the Draco are enemies. Second of all, underneath Baghdad was a stargate that was created by the Anunnaki so that they could transfer from the Jupiter to the Earth. I could just end it all, but the demons will have one. Practitioners that, you know, some are, are good and some use their magic for good and to heal and to help, and others do use it for evil. And, you know, in some cases, you know, people really were. This is too much sometimes. From the broken ruins of Babylon, this is End of Days Radio. I am your host, Daniel, broadcasting to you from that shimmering emerald city in the heart of the Pacific Northwest. Hello and how are you? Today's date is Friday, November 19th. 2021 we are very close to turkey day pecock pecock was that a turkey maybe it was a rooster pecock pecock are you ready for turkey day are you do you have a full refrigerator with your turkey and do you have your stuffing purchase do you have your your um what do you call it cranberry sauce already i'm hoping so because these things are very important you cannot ignore a holiday like thanksgiving so much to talk about. Once again, we are using our new format. This show is going to be a little bit different, only in the sense that we're using some more updated software and we're broadcasting in a more modern way. Otherwise, the show will be the same. One thing that we are going to do, sorry, I've got my notes in a better spot. One thing we are going to do is we're going to become a little bit more interactive. So whereas before we would do the show and we we're supposed to be taking calls from guests, but it was a little bit more complicated. I would scramble and not get to it in time. It, it just wasn't really working, but this way we can 
do a split split screen with the guests and actually have people on camera as well as the call in number two. So we still we can still broadcast that way. And this is how it's going to be. Uh, the nice thing is we're not streaming just to YouTube anymore. We're also going to be streaming. Hopefully everything's working. We're streaming to Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter. So uh, the live show should be on all those things. This is the first time we're doing it. So I don't expect to have like a huge reaction right away or anything like that. We're just kind of learning how to do things and easing into things. So if it's not super cool or if it takes me a little bit to get some really hot guests on, it's just because I'm kind of learning what I'm doing here. But we do have some killer guests lined up. Mm. I know I'm not supposed to drink these things because they, I guess that's 666 in Hebrew. It's like a satanic drink that will kill you. But hey, I could do a lot worse. And stuff like this helps me talk. So I'm not going to give it up quite yet. So we're, uh, so basically what I want to do with this show, this is going to be open lines. So, you know, open line shows tend to not be like really hot, hot, hot. But what's cool about them is it gives the audience a chance to kind of take over and talk about whatever they want to talk about. And who knows, we might even find a great guest that way. Maybe we get a caller that has a lot to say and we end up inviting them to the show another time to kind of tell their story. So a lot of uh, really cool capability with this. And basically the idea of the open line show, it's going to be kind of like a current events town square type of show. So, you know, I'm just explaining how it's all going to work. Uh, get that logo on there. So, you know, what you're listening to. So it's going to be like a town square. So people out there that have some kind of message, anybody that wants to say anything, uh, if you feel like you're being ignored, if you just want to come on the show and say something, if you just want to yell at me, whatever, this show will be like your open forum. And any Friday night where we don't have a guest lined up, we're going to go ahead and do open lines. I don't care if two people are listening. I don't care if 200 people are listening. We are going to show up every Friday at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. It was originally Sunday. I changed it. Why? Because I watch Seahawks on Sunday. <laughs> and I thought about it long and hard. And I said to myself, you know what? As much as I love doing end of days radio, eh, I like football can't miss football even though the seahawks are just sucking ass this year they're just doing so awful i i refuse to miss the game i'm sorry sure everything's working okay looks like we're good to go uh so before we start bringing people on i just want to talk about a little bit of stuff from the end of days world um remember to go to endofdaysradio.com that's where you can get all the updated information on end of days radio. I'm starting to work on the site again. So probably the biggest thing you're going to notice is you should be able to go ahead and watch the live stream on, on uh, the website. And you're going to notice is you should it. be able whoa, to, well, yeah, it works fine. So you can go to end of days and actually just watch the show there. Right. Or you can go to YouTube from there, whatever, whatever you prefer. But people that are coming across the website, hopefully they'll catch on that there's a live show on Friday nights at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So go to the website. Now, a couple more things about the website before we get going here. I know you guys are excited to talk about current events. But, so, we, again, I want to make the show more interactive. And, uh, look, I'll be honest with you. 
uh, I've been going on another podcast. I've gone on there three times. It's uh, it's called Kermit and Friends by Elisa Jordana. People that are into the Howard Stern show might know who that is. A lot of people probably won't know who that is, but uh, she's a character that appeared on the Howard Stern show in the past. And um, I've been appearing on her show a few times and kind of been picking up some things from her and her way of doing things. And one thing that I really like about her show is she's got a lot more community interaction than my show. So immediately I, I was thinking to myself, boy, I, I could really improve that area. So I just kind of shamelessly um, ripped her off. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um but I think it's a good thing. So another big part of what I'm doing now is I want to do a Discord channel. So um, if you go to endofdaysradio.com, you'll see there's a link to our Discord channel. You can either click on Discord or the link on the left side if you're on a computer. Otherwise, if you're on your phone, go ahead and click on Discord. So I really want to pump this Discord channel because this is somewhere where we can actually have free speech. It's not public public so we can talk about things that we can't necessarily talk about on social media we can get together we can discuss ideas we can share links we can talk about history we can talk about alternate history uh, th this is going to be a great sort of hole in the wall place where we can actually get together and uh, talk amongst each other and things that you provide with me i may even talk about on the show or we can plan things out this way so if you want to get behind the scenes of end of days radio please go to endofdaysradio.com click on discord a lot of the major players surrounding the show are already in there which is awesome and uh and before i move on in regards to kermit and friends i i probably won't be going on there anymore because well it's, it's really complicated but um Mainly, I need to just work on my own show. As fun as it was appearing on there, I had a hell of a time. Um, but unfortunately, there was some politics involved. Um, as many of you know, I've, I have a little bit of an ego. And I took it upon myself to uh, provide what I see as some great ideas and some things I do with my show. And I, I kind of butted heads with the uh, producer over there and some of the backstage people and kind of got into a little bit with them. So... Um, I, I just sort of respectfully bowed out, but, um, you know, it's nothing against the, the Kermit and Friends people. You know, Elisa's great. I love Elisa, but um, I'm probably going to be sticking more to my own show rather than, you know, appear on that show every Sunday. I, I you know, w whether I was in the wrong or in the right or whatever, it, it doesn't really matter. The fact of the matter is, is that, you know, if, if I see potential to do things in a better way, I'm going to go ahead and express that. And if I offend anybody, what can I say? I'm sorry, but I I have I, that's the type of person I am. I I don't hold back, right? You guys have been hearing me for years and years, and I, I will never hold back. If anything, I'm going to become even more of an asshole. But maybe I'll watch the language a little bit more. So, uh, besides that, donations. So, as you can imagine, another reason why. I'm doing this new format, a strictly at least one to two shows per week, is the climate right now. As you can imagine, it's becoming harder and harder to make a living in this climate if you have certain beliefs. And because of this climate we're, we're entering, before when I could easily you know, throw my resume out there and have get a job easily, you know, it's not hard for me, I'm... Um, I have a good resume. 
I'll, I won't get into uh, why my resume is good, but it's always been really easy for me to find work and find good jobs too, find jobs that people are jealous of. But ever since happened, now things are harder. So for me to make a living, I'm, I'm going to have to get creative. And now while your donations would help me meet, make ends meet, your donations are going to be what I'm going to be surviving on. And all I can ask is please, if you can just throw a few dollars my way. It helps me tremendously. Even when I wasn't on air, the people that were kind enough to donate to me, you guys helped me so much. So if you wouldn't mind, I I really need some help right now. And I'm always going to need help because I want this show to be my main source of income so I can spend my time doing the show. So if you wouldn't mind, just head over to endofdaysradio.com, click donate. From there, you have two options. You can either use PayPal and you can donate with a credit card or a PayPal account or several different ways. Or if you notice underneath that PayPal link is a Bitcoin wallet address. So yes, now I'm able to take crypto. I can take Bitcoin. If you'd like to send me some Bitcoin, I'm not going to complain. It will definitely help me out. So every so often, I'm going to be reminding you guys that I'm taking donations. It's like a donation drive. If it gets annoying, I'm sorry. Try to ignore it. But for example, this is coming on the screen. Please donate. Go to endofdaysradio.com to donate through PayPal or with Bitcoin. Please help. Help me. Help me. Help me. And also, the call number, that's 209-348-9810. Ooh, I got to get Skype up. My bad. Hold on. Because we're doing this a different way, I have to kind of uh, prep this, sort of. But I got to make sure that I'm able to take these calls. So, it's getting logged in here. Sorry for interrupting the broadcast for this. I know that's totally annoying. But it's important because... Not everybody's going to be able to get on like this, obviously. Um, so we're going to have to be able to take calls the old way, too. Otherwise, we'll only have you know half our audience calling in. We've got to be able to take those calls, too. What in the world? <sighs> Why do things have to be stubborn right now? Oh. <laughs> But I do want to talk about the whole Kyle Rittenhouse thing. That's probably going to be one of the hottest topics. And I'll start out by giving my thoughts on it. We're not going to totally focus on that. Okay, so I got the Skype pulled up. So if anybody wants to call in the old-fashioned way through Skype, you can go ahead and do that now. So I'll go ahead and get rid of that number. But remember, that's 209-348-9810. A couple more things before we get into the thick of it you know a couple more things on our little itinerary here i'm sorry if i'm boring you to tears but we got to talk about it what can i say uh so sunday that's one day from now so tomorrow saturday the next day sunday we are still doing our round table this is kind of like a practice run in a way even though we're always going to be doing this but the the roundtable, we have people committed to doing it. So we have about five or six people. Um, some people that you might be looking forward to seeing. Dave Sara, he's going to join us again, as well as uh, Rachel Tobias. So Rachel Tobias has a huge amount of fans from this show. Always get a lot of a lot of good feedback with her. She's kind of an up and coming stand up comic. She's really funny. 
and she just gets better and better and her platform grows and she gets more famous and definitely like having somebody like her on here because she's really smart and really opinionated. Well, somebody wants me to throw up a little shout out there. So shout out to Lee and Ray from Liverpool. (laughs) Pretty sure I've heard from those guys before. Shout out to those boys. And what else we got here? One more thing. So, Oh, I got another shout out to John Connor. Apparently he got into a bad car accident and he just got out of the hospital and he's on meds right now. So our buddy, John Connor, you might remember him from calling in before he's in bad shape. So do me a favor. And whether you believe or not, just say a little prayer for John Connor that he recovers and he's in good spirits. Um, He's a friend of the show. So we got to, you know, pay him a little homage there. And lastly, I, I know I've been talking about this a lot, but TLB Talk. So I've been getting more and more into TLB Talk. That is the new social media platform that our buddy V talked to us about when he was on. Uh, a friend of his actually developed it. And the whole idea is free speech. So if you're on some of these other social networking platforms and you're getting shadow banned or censored or your retweets aren't going through or if you have stuff like that happening, which has been happening to a lot of us, a lot of us have been getting deplatformed, shamed, shadow banned, but you can go over to TLB talk and the plan is to put it on blockchain, which is going to make it even more free. But for now it's great. Um, nobody seems to be having any issues on there. You can go on there. You can um, make sure when you join, you add me as a friend. I'm going to be putting more and more material up there. So if you're looking for a social media alternative, because we're kind of stuck with what's out there. Everybody wants to be where everybody's at, right? So hop on TLB Talk. The more of us are on there, the more of us will want to be on there. And then the more money will come in and the better that whole platform is going to get. So I'm not getting paid to do this. I'm doing it purely because, see that pirate flag back there? Because I believe in freedom. I believe in truth. I believe in the temporary autonomous zone. I believe in piracy. No, that's not right. Well, whatever. I believe in piracy. R. <sighs> okay, and so why don't we go ahead and just fire things up. Let's go ahead and talk about the main news story that's coming through. That would be the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict. It looks like he's been acquitted on all charges. He's going to go completely free. I've been pissing people off with my opinion about this. And I'm probably going to piss you off, but that's fine. I have an opinion. Right? It doesn't have to be your opinion. You don't have to beat the crap out of me just because I believe something different than you. This is an open forum, an open debate. We're all entitled to our opinions. My opinion of Kyle Rittenhouse is that it's fake, right? It's like George Floyd or Edward Snowden or Julian Assange. It's fake, right? He's an actor, he's probably related to the Rothschilds. He's playing a role because they want to get everybody all riled up so that they ride again this summer or this weekend, whichever is more applicable. Oh, you see my Christmas trees back here? Look pretty cool, huh? But I I believe the whole Kyle Rittenhouse thing is just another ploy to rile up the sides, rile up the the, the right against the left. Oh, my God. It's self-defense. Oh, oh. 
now and then the conservatives with their guns will be like, oh, now we can shoot people or have a better chance of shooting people. We're preserving our American values. The liberals are going to be like, no, no, murder, no, right? And then they're going to start fighting in the streets and the Illuminati are going to get exactly what they want because everybody's going to be fighting and they'll somehow use it in the long run to just take our guns away. I've been really pissing people off with my opinion because some people are just like, Kyle Rittenhouse is like their son. Like they seem crying up. They're like, oh man, that boy, he's so brave. I wish he was my son. You know, you're hearing a lot of stuff like that. And I just don't get it. It says clearly in this book, in this book, the Holy Bible, it says, thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not kill. If you are not doing everything in your power to keep from killing somebody, if you're taking a rifle to a, a riot and ex expecting not to get into it, that doesn't make sense. See, he put himself in that situation. Whether you want to agree that he goes free or not, one thing that I'm sure you can agree on is he did not do everything in his power to avoid shooting somebody. You see me walking around the streets with a gun? No, because I'm a follower of Christ and I read the Bible and I know it says, thou shalt not kill. Disagree? Agree? Uh, let's go to Todd and see what he has to say. Hey, on, there he is in the flesh, in the 3D. Oh, okay. I'm doing good. It's it's wonderful to see your smiling face on here. Before, all we got was a voice. And many people I will still just get a voice. joined you in the virtual world, or what do they call that? The metaverse? The new thing they're coming out with? The, the metaverse. metaverse. That's some high-tech stuff. That's all your wow, extra geez. stuff. Your internet of that's things. Where, yep, your internet of things. Somebody's How you doing, buddy? Wild, oh, I'm doing so good. How you doing, Daniel? I'm doing I'm doing all right. Um, I hope you like the new format. We're gonna get a lot oh, more talkative. Format. Look how colorful that is. Look at all the colors. Yeah, got a got psychedelic octopus colors on there. It looks like you got a beer. I, I'm doing my Budweisers. You know, I love my Budweisers, Daniel. Since Utah brought it up to five percent, used to be three point two. Remember? Oh, I don't know about that. No, no, it was a couple of few years back. They raised it from 3.2 to 5 in Utah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So now you can even... Changed our whole culture. So now you can get fucked up even quicker. Yeah, twice as buzz. I like same it. amount of money. I used they to drink those the ice beers. You know how those ice beers yeah. were like extra strong back in the day? Maybe they still are. The, the, the Molson, Molson's? Yeah, that type of stuff. Yeah, those were super tough Canadian. Um, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. I mean, I feel like things are kind of blowing up a little bit. I mean, maybe it's the beginning of it, but oh, yeah. this show just seems totally. to be getting way more popular. So I've been getting invited on all kinds of different shows and podcasts. So anybody that's got a show out there, I don't care if only two people listen or nobody listens, I'll go on your show. Volunteer right no, here. I listen. I listened to the past couple shows you were on. And um, incredible, but um, but on that point about donations, Daniel gives the best show on the fucking this in this lane paranormal podcast, fucking parapolitical, weird cryptids, aliens, fucking monsters, giants, Satan all the time. Who who doesn't love talking about Satan all the time? Satan. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> Satan. But, um, Lucifer. And, and, <laughs> the, no other shows giving you three or four hours of content. You keep your yeah, keep the Holy Bible close, Danny. You may need it tonight. I do need it. But um, you need it every day. But but um, no other shows giving you three or four hours, five hour shows with the guests. Fucking any other, no other show could get away with it, Daniel, where you just bring your guests on and keep them on for three hours. Incredible. No other show in the world's giving giving you that. Every show in the world is, uh, has a paywall, has had for years now. Daniel's never charged a fucking dime for his time and his content, and it's amazing. So if you're going to donate to a show that's worth it, please donate to Daniel's show because Fuck, he's a he's truly a, a truth seeker, fucking freedom warrior, uh, icon, an icon, Daniel. Thank you, thank you. And if anybody wants to join us, go ahead and click on that first thing that you see in the chat box, at least on the YouTube side of things, and that will take you to the backstage area. And if you have a camera, you can go ahead and join us. I mean, I don't expect to have a whole lot of people on here. If it just ends up being Todd, you know, whatever. But that's kind of how we're going to do things from now on. We're going to be able to just have anybody jump on and talk with us at any time. So, well, not any time. So call on in because it took forever to get for Daniel to get me on video because I couldn't figure out how to do it for one to start. But uh, now that we're here, fuck, it's amazing. Um, but but another thing, Daniel, I wanted to say about that. Uh, is is you do such a high quality podcast such a high quality broadcast as far as what you're giving everybody for free if this isn't worth fucking some cash i don't know what is you've torn this up for so long daniel um yeah you know that 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 really touches my heart and unfortunately i've had i've had to watch certain people just kind of rip me off take my ideas and run with them, get way more popular than me. And, you know, I don't benefit at all from that, really. So there's been a lot of times. Joe Rogan, or who are you talking about? Joe Rogan? I I won't get into names because, you know, people get offended. But Yeah, but, I, you know, I see it happen. And my show still remains small and niche. And I see people actually, like, using my actual catchphrases and stuff like that. And it's like. Damn, why why that. them? Why didn't why didn't I catch that stream? Why do they get to why have Why didn't I make the money off that? Yeah, or not even money, but whatever. Like some of not these people money, get big. Whatever. The value for the idea, the concept, the catchphrase. But I get it. Maybe that's why I've been able to stay on the air and stay platform so long is because I'm not really that big. I just kinda have a small following. Oh guaranteed. So, guaranteed. Believe me, they're snooping and sniffing around your operation, your your show. Absolutely, you know how I think. You know how I think. But um, but I I got a few shout outs, Daniel. So I got to put Go. them up front. Go ahead. Um, this is the time to do it. For six months, we haven't talked for six months. Um, first one, uh, Andy, Pod Trash. What's going on, Andy? Love you, buddy. Shout out to Andy. I, Yep, I tune into your show, especially when Daniel's on there every time. <laughs> and uh, cool mofo. Uh, I'll even listen to the ones that Daniel's not on on occasion. And uh, and then shout out to John Connor. John Connor, the future needs your seed to fight the machines. 
Exactly. We need we that. We cannot guy. let anything happen to John Connor, new exciting personality that's stepped in to fill an important void that's obviously missing. Yeah, Skynet's trying to kill him. Got to get Skynet's him into a car. To, well, Skynet's, Skynet's trying to kill all of us. He's the only one that's fucking the one, the chosen one, John Connor in the movie, you remember? Yeah, his mom had to come back in time and kind of protect him. Yeah. But um Or or did she go into the John, future? I don't know. No, she was pregnant with him. They they had a yeah, in the first one she was carrying him. But they had that really crappy uh last one that they made. It was called like something something Terminator something salvation. Yeah. It was really it was lame. Christian Bale. That was so lame. I yeah, it was really that lame. And I'm like, wow, that was lame. Yeah, uh, Christian Bale, a great actor, a fantastic fucking actor, big fucking presence. The the movie stunk to high heaven. Um, even with all the special effects, I watched it uh, recently actually, because I'm like, what the fuck is this? I, I haven't seen that in about ten years. I watched it again. It, it, it stunk. Yeah, it's uh, I I saw parts of it. It was the um, let's see, what was that called? I can look it up. It was like Terminator. Is it okay to put the beer in front of the camera on your show, Daniel? I mean, let's turn the label around like that. Yeah, I'm not. Dark Fate. Terminator Dark Fate. Hmm. I don't know. That wasn't Dark Fate. The one I was talking about was Christian Bale was uh, Salvation or something stupid. Titled stupid like that. The The one before that, I think, was Terminator Salvation. And then the one that was called... Terminator Dark Fate. That was even worse. That was just pure trash. And it had Arnold in it, too. I watched like 10 minutes of it. I was like, no, this does not feel like Terminator. Oh, no. I'm done. No. <laughs> Arnold did like a 10-minute um, show, showed up for 10 minutes or something. But hey, let's uh, let's get into current events a little bit. Have you been following, Todd, have you been following this whole Kyle yeah. Rittenhouse thing? Yeah. Yep. What do you think? Well... I was thinking about that before I called in tonight and I was thinking, um, you know, I, I watched video when that was going on and cause they were streaming out all this video. It was, it was uh, going viral when that was happening. And then, and, and then the arrest and then the trial and then the waiting of, for the trial, which is a whole nother subject in itself. But, um, the videos back then with the, from the Kyle Witt, Rittenhouse blew my mind the way he rolled did a fucking roll and then came up right at the dude with the gun did you see remember the video yeah the guy that was about to stomp on him yeah he's literally did a full-on roll and came up in the position perfect to blow that guy's hand off that had a gun pointing at him yeah and another guy was gonna knock him on the back of the head with the skateboard and then a third dude was going to fucking gut crunch him. And I wanted to say on the Kyle Rittenhouse thing before I get past my opinion on all this. Realize that if you're an enemy of the United States and you think you're going to waltz in here, you know, a foreign country and take this country over. There's at least 10 million Kyle Rittenhouses. He looked like a fucking superhero in that video. That looked like the movies where he did the somersault roll 
came up in the perfect position to blow, blow that guy's arm off. So like you were saying a minute ago, Daniel, classic, um, classic elements of the psyop, the psychological operation, one that twists whatever the truth is, it twists the narrative so hard that it has an impact on society and it changes the direction that we're going. And the only reason but, um, I think that I might be wrong about it being a psyop is I literally saw the dude get shot and I saw his arm all shredded up afterwards. Yeah. I, I don't think that, that was movie gross. magic. I'm pretty sure that was real. No, no, I'm not saying it was movie magic. I'm saying it looked like something you see in the movies where a dude whoosh, rolls up and boom, blows the guy's hand off. That was, that was like movie maneuvers. And so that kid was uh, 15, 16, 17. I can't remember 17. his exact age. 17. Kyle was 17, yeah. Kyle Rittenhouse. So if any, but, but look at that video with him rolling up and shooting a couple of dudes that were going to take him out um, in, in less than, I think they said it was less than one and a half seconds. He shot three rounds as he was rolling through the motions. Any country that comes and tries to invade us, believe me, there's at least 10 million of those 17-year-old Kyle Rittenhouses. Um, exactly. China or Russia or anybody that thinks they're going to come in and invade the United States. Realize our citizens have been uh, practicing with guns for a long time. <laughs> Yeah, some people will you'd even say us, you'd have to nuke us, Daniel. To uh, you know what I mean? You'd have to have a first strike nuke thing to. Yeah, some people might even say that over. the only thing really keeping us totally free, the only thing keeping the new world order from completely taking over, is the fact that so many of us Americans have guns in our homes and are willing to use them. That's a lot of firepower. That's like having your own standing army. That doesn't really follow the rules. But if you try to invade them, they're going to know the terrain. They're going to be able to get somewhat organized, especially if they work with the military. You're not going to be able to waltz yeah. in here. No. Look at look at Afghanistan. 20 years over there, trying to take down Afghanistan, leaving with our tails between our legs. In shame. Yeah. Doing shame. It's kind of the new norm now. You got to shame anybody that's not going along with what these globalists have in mind for the future. Yeah, but I, um, on I, that, I myself talk. That, Kyle, okay, no, yeah. never mind. Keep going. I'm gonna. I was about to change subjects, but you're totally right. We got to stay on Kyle for a little bit longer. On that Kyle Rittenhouse thing, I heard. I haven't. I didn't even have time to check the headlines that he got off on all counts or whatever. He, he they, the jury found him not guilty. On all counts? It looks like it. He's totally off on all charges. He's innocent. Wow. Innocent on four counts. So, innocent on murder one. Innocent on murder two. Innocent on um, illegal carrying. Or I think there's four major charges. Acquitted on all of them. So mainstream news has been running a full-on psyop against the American people for who knows how many years. Yeah, right telling you that he was a bad man he didn't like black people he shot black people there was no he didn't shoot any black people the three people that attacked him i heard were white and i actually um, heard because i'm on social media a lot a lot of people were telling me that one of them was actually a child molester yeah the one that he shot first 
the one that was telling him, shoot me, kill me. Yeah. Do you remember the video? Shoot me. Oh, shoot me. me. Oh. Motherfucker, kill me. Put your gun to my head. Kill me. And you know what's funny he about just, stuff like that? Like He just, wait, wait, Daniel. He just got out that day from the fucking mental hospital. That yeah. day. From the mental hospital. Dumbass. Maybe they got orders. Open the gates to the mental hospital there. I don't know, you know. Open up Arkham. <laughs> open, open up Arkham. <laughs> yeah, open up Arkham. Like a, Let the Joker out. like he was from the Batman fucking comic, <laughs> didn't he? You saw the video where he's like, shoot me. But dude. the thing is, like, if you're in a confrontation, <laughs> right, if you're in a confrontation, like, if I went up to somebody and I said, I'm going to kick your ass, and that person said, let's see you try, that person by saying, let's see you try, is actually giving me permission to be violent against them. And that could come up in court. And they could say, try well, it. you were a willing participant in the fight, so you cannot say that that guy assaulted you. You know, what I, you know what I mean? I mean, it's a gray area, but you can't give people permission to hurt you. No, no, that whole thing is so gray. Um, not a good idea for him to be there, but... You know what? Police were nowhere to be found. We sat and watched the videos of them lighting fucking dumpsters on fire and pushing them to the gas station, trying to fucking light buildings on fire and uh, smashing out windows. What would you do? The police all of a sudden go home and there's a raging mob coming down your street. In his case, he didn't have to be there. He was asked to be there. By people that owned car dealerships where they were going through bashing out all the windows. Yeah, he it wasn't actually his stuff there. He was going there to help other people protect their businesses. What I think he should have done, and first off, I don't think he should have been out there because he's 17. He wasn't being yeah. very smart. He should have stayed with his group. When you see the Pr Proud Boys go out there or Patriot Prayer or any of the MAGA conservative uh, protester groups – they know how to stay on their side with their team. They do not get separated from each other because if you get separated from the group or if you try to fight the crowd, you will be in a body bag so quick. You cannot get separated from your allies in a chaotic situation. That is death. This bring, Daniel, this brings up a bigger issue with all the psyops and psychological operations, the Proud Boys, Antifa, Black Lives Matter. These groups are big enough that they're probably, they're infiltrated. If your group is above three people, they've already infiltrated you. With the fucking internet, Daniel, that's why I like John Counter going, let's all get together at the coffee shop and talk about what we can do. People have been already doing that. You're being steamrolled by the religious conservative right-wing propaganda and the progressive crazed left-wing propaganda and so we are being bowled over this is a game they play to pull this off looks like we have another person joining us hello John connor yo oh there John he is connor. what's up todd how you doing buddy dude i've been better man Look at my leg. Are you in the Let's hospital see. or are you at home? Oh, oh my poor God. guy. Oh. oh, my God. Can you see that? What ha What the hell happened to you, dude? 
Yeah, dude. I uh, was in my car and I uh, ran a red light and just got creamed. And uh, so it's my fault, you know. And my my leg just shattered. Oh, so man. so you were going straight through the light and they caught you from the the the, the left side. Yeah, from yeah. Like the, oh yeah, so they're coming from my right side and they hit the pat they hit the passenger and it <clears throat> for some reason it just exploded my right leg. Oh. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> How's it going with you guys? Uh, what's up, Daniel? Yeah, it's it's we good. Just... I just feel bad for you seeing you all. You, you seem pre- like you're on like 50 different painkillers right now. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, it happened on Monday, and um, I just got out this afternoon, so I'm a little bit uh, loopy. But I saw. Dude, I just checked Twitter real fast, and I saw that you were going online. So, dude, we I... were just talking about you. I was telling Daniel, shout out, you're the the future needs your seed to fight the machines, buddy. <laughs> you can't be going down. Oh, man. Yeah, dude. I uh, I definitely want to like meet all you guys, dude. I feel like um, we need to plan I something out, telling, you know? Yeah, I was just telling Daniel how that meeting idea is a bad idea. We can yeah. meet on the fucking radio show every week. The minute you're above three people, they've already yeah. infiltrated you. The, and yeah, the fucking good, computer knows everything you're doing. We got to be smarter point. than the computer. And guess what? Our brains have more brain cells than the biggest computer on earth. So that's yeah. the way we need to think right now. Yeah, no, but, definitely. Uh, but if you meet Daniel at the coffee shop, fuck, I'd love to meet Daniel at the coffee shop. I just live too far away. We can't do that. We'll do it one of these where days. Do you, where do you Pop live, Todd? In Salt Lake, Utah. Okay. Yeah, I say, I say, road trip to Todd's house. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there's Problem a safe place we can stuff. meet. Is down in Utah. There's just a bunch of Mormons down Problem there. Is there's boats and alligators <laughs> the whole way. It's a bad idea. It's a bad idea. We can meet at the local um, LDS chapter. Borrow their temple. <laughs> there you go. There you go. But yeah, dude. Um, I definitely like how you're coming on here more often daniel and i think um it's definitely refreshing and uh filling a void you know what i'm saying yeah yeah definitely uh, i I feel bad when i don't come on air for a long time because i a lot of people complain they're like daniel where are you at and this way we can make sure that i I can make sure that i'm always going on air and i appreciate you jumping on john because this is like the first time i've really been doing this so your your support and your participation Definitely helps tremendously. So thank you. No problem, man. Uh, John, do you have a hospital gown on, buddy? Yeah, I do. Are you at the hospital? No, I'm actually um, in my parents' den right now. I'm lucky enough to uh, have them um, let me stay here um, until I can get up on my feet again, literally. Yeah. And, yeah. um, and, um, but yeah, there was a moment there where I didn't know where I was going to go. And, uh, you know, it's, I'm very grateful. That's another question I got to ask you, Daniel, is, um, when did you, like, you said that you kind of cut ties with the, your family? Yeah. Uh, 
when time. did that happen and and what was the final kicker you know a great question so as you can see, I'm in a new location that had something to do with the falling out with the family. So during the six months I was not on air, that was pretty much when that was happening, was during that period. So it, it literally just happened. And it, the main thing was probably my beliefs. Nobody in my family, like a couple of them go to church, but they, they're not taking the time seriously. And I'm out here saying, we got to think we got to get together. We have to work together and we have to do something. And everybody's just calling me crazy, saying that I need to get help, saying that I need to get therapy, um, saying horrible things about me, call me a loser, all kinds of things like that. And I, I finally just had enough of their shit. I don't trust them. I don't trust that they're not going to pass certain information along. I don't trust for them to even know where I'm located. That's actually how bad it is. So, well, Daniel, you, Daniel, you don't need to force your views on your family. I, I, you know, fought with my sister the last year over Trump and COVID and everything Democrat versus Republican, and I'm not Republican, but uh, it's better not to fight with your family and keep those relationships intact. They're worth more if you're able. If you're able, they're ah, worth more them. than fighting. They can burn in hell. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and then there's those relatives, yeah. Dave, what's up? Hey, thank you for having me here. Hello, guys. Hey. What's up, Dave? Hey. Hi. What's the gentleman on the bottom right over here? What's your name? John. John. John and Todd. Nice to meet you guys. John Connor over there. Thanks for having me, Dan. John just got in a car accident, so his leg is is pretty much shattered into a million pieces. Yikes. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna say a pair, yeah. John. I'm gonna say a Healthy prayer. recovery. And look at that leg. Shows oh, that. No. Shows that piece of yours too. <laughs> so, uh, how are you doing, Dave? Uh, why don't you tell us how you're doing, and then I want to get both John and your thoughts on Kyle Rittenhouse. Sure, uh, I'm doing great. <clears throat> Yesterday, opened for Sam Tripoli in San Diego at Ooh. Mavericks Beach Club. There were generous hosts. Sold out the show. I probably did have done a little bit better, but um, I was happy. Everybody was good. I was happy, and um, I lost my voice at a comedy festival called Skankfest. Skankfest. I, I like that. Yeah, I <laughs> lost my voice and found herpes, so I don't know what else. There you but go. Uh, <laughs> no, just joking. But uh, every, all in all, I'm doing great. The herpes been good. And um, yeah, if you want to go, John, talk about the Rittenhouse case. I'll uh, follow up with my comments. Um. Yeah, dude. I remember when that first happened, I was following it on some YouTube channel and I saw like the raw footage, um, you know, when the guy got shot and he was lying there um, and they were trying to apply pressure to the neck, I think it was. And um, immediately I thought that... um, Man, I mean, it, it was a it's a tough trial. It honestly is. I, I it could go either way, um, but I can't help but to think that um, he wasn't there for he, he. It's hard. It's hard not to think that he was there. He wasn't there for a reason, you know, to kind of create some uh, in, incitement. Um, and um, yeah, you know, John, in your in in defense of that. Um, 
The FBI had drones flying over filming the entire thing. So it had all the earmarks of a psychological operation if, if they exist or whatever. Yeah, I mean, if, is that even a word? Incitement, right? What does that mean? Like you're trying to just cause... Make people, make people do something. Yeah, you get yeah. incite them to go do something. Right? And I mean, and at the same time, like the people that were... But but John, we'll get John question. Weren't didn't you watch the the riots all summer long? Shit burning the cities. Burning yeah, I was actually Seattle. in downtown Seattle when that happened, dude. I I oh god. Yeah, I was actually um that that night. I went down there to check it out, like as a investigator or something, and saw a bunch of people go into the stores, you know, and loot and oh, everything. Salt Lake, Salt Lake, they were threw a police car over and were smashing, jumping on it, and fires were burning. So, so, so I mean, like, Kyle, go ahead, sorry. When Kyle, when Kyle Rittenhouse was doing that, he had to be caught up in the, the situation, no matter what is, even if, you know, it wasn't a plan or whatever, he's caught up in the situation going on in his area. I mean, just, I mean, just to, like, be able for him to do that, like, conf confidently, though, just goes... Yeah. Just tells you something about our country where, I, I mean, especially in here in Seattle, man, people are a bunch of like pussies. Um, and if if you walk down the street with your own militia group, you know, um, mm -hmm. I mean, you're almost, I mean, I don't know, when push comes to shove, I, I think now the temperature has gotten a little hotter, but you're going to be... I don't know. You're going to definitely find out who's willing to stand up for them, their, themselves and who's not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and people that run the world are famous for um, creating situations that bring out people that want to stand up so they can identify him and then they can knock him. Yeah, they were they were protesting him. down at That's Pike Place like a couple days do. ago, protesting the lockdowns and the mandates and all that. I was like, oh, man, I wish I was down there. I'd been walking around with a sign, end of days radio, end of days radio. <laughs> Do a little yeah, promotion. That's, 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 that's my take on it. I want to hear, hear someone else's take on it. I'm, yeah, I'm Dave. Go ahead, Dave. The Lord will set you free. That's Daniel right there. That's an impression of Daniel. Um, there you go. I definitely agree that, first of all, it's probably in poor taste that Kyle's mother <laughs> – sort of encouraged him to go down there with uh, not with the weapon but she knew that he was going to have a weapon over there and uh he didn't cross state lines like i think the biggest thing about this whole thing is there's a lot of poor chase poor choices made um it's just fucking incredible how much the media just lies just blatantly lies in front of your face they they I feel like at this point, and I hate calling it the mainstream media, it's really the corporate media, that they, um, at this point, who, who's their audience? A fringe group of people, and then the rest of their audience is basically people who hate them that have to cover how much they hate them. And that's the only people who watch corporate media these days. And um, this is good. People like Daniel. Or people that don't want to know the truth and they're scared of how bad it's getting, so they just buy the schmooze that's right. spewing out of their garbage, right. garbage hole. Yeah. 
Exactly. And it, and it's like, it's at this point, it seems like it's like a small group of people even that just even pay attention to the corporate press. But, but I mean, I think now more than ever, we know, especially with this project Veritas stuff that like the, the media just gets all their news from the FBI and the CIA. And how fucking much do we trust them at zero? Me, zero. zero. Me. Um, but. I think we've lost, we've lost a lot of uh, faith in our institutions and <clears throat> I think that um, this was a big day for um, self-defense and guns rights laws. I mean, look at look at states like New Jersey, who don't have things like Castle Doctrine, where you know you're if you're in your home, the only way you can shoot some uh, a, an intruder is like they have to be facing you, they have to be directly harming you. If they're just in your house. You can't just shoot. Them. You have, if, if you have the if you have the ability to leave, you you have to leave. And what you do you do? Run. run in the middle of the street? I mean, it's fucking unreal. crazy. It's a re, it's an unreal. Yeah, and the fact that yeah. uh, you know, Kyle again, probably shouldn't have been out there. Um, I get that you have you want to be able to uh, protect your city or your homestead or whatever. I understand all that, but the dude's seventeen is probably some poor taste with his parents as well. Um, but again, you know, in the end, um, I think justice prevailed in the end. Yeah. And any, any assault on the second amendment, uh, if it's repealed, if it's repelled, the better. I mean, that's the only thing that's keeping us from being under their boot right now is the fact that we got all these guns and we've been practicing. That won't stand up against a nuclear bomb or their fucking space weapons, but it'll stand up to giant riots and mobs, and that might be the only thing in the end that that will yeah. protect you from a roving mob of thousand people. Just you know what's one of the hardest things to stop in the world? A million man mob. Oh, I thought you were going to say Oprah. But yeah, but Daniel, right let's get let's get your thoughts on the whole thing though. Let's get your thoughts on the whole thing. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. Totally. So I'm gonna go ahead and take a contrarian viewpoint here and disagree with the rest of everybody if that's all right. Um, I oh, I, yeah. I just gotta keep going back to the Bible, which says, "Thou shalt not kill." And in my eyes, I think Kyle Rittenhouse could have made many better choices leading up to the event where he would not have taken a person's life and people can go ahead and celebrate this as a victory for gun owners and they can be merry and they can be gleeful but i don't think that that's entirely right because again the bible says thou shalt not kill why should we celebrate on any level people losing their lives whether they're good or bad or whatever i just can't agree with kyle's decision nor can i agree with a lot of the cheering and a lot of the memes that are going around a lot of them are very sadistic and i don't agree with them i don't agree with the left or the progressives progressives either i just don't think that it's good to cheer kyle along i I think he's a killer yeah that's actually i don't know see that's that's the thing man like when, when i first saw the video i couldn't help to think that he was guilty but then when i was watching the trial you know they they did portray uh, the point of view from the, the fact that he was getting harassed. You know, he was getting um, kind of attacked in a way where 
Um, but it could it could have went either way, honestly. I, I I don't. That's a tough one to to have a a stance on at this point. I think. Have, have you guys noticed that Kyle kind of looks like Greta Thornburg? Like she could be his, bro- they could be brother and sister, or maybe cousins or something like that. Yeah. Like look at those cheeks and the chin. <laughs> maybe they're brother and sister. That's funny. Oh, kind no. of like the rock style I mean, Hitler thing. Where's only Where's only Damagard when we need him? Yeah, confirm to, to, to sister psyop or, or actors crisis actors. But but uh, Daniel, Dave, and Todd, I gotta get going, man. I gotta uh, eat some oh, food and yeah. then take my meds. I but, hope you um, feel better, man. But, yeah, thanks but, um, for joining us. I'll I'll, I'll I'll be more prepared on uh, on Sunday to to I ask you some, some questions, you Daniel. After you hang up. What's Thank, that? Thanks, John. I hope you'll continue listening after you hang oh, up. Oh, definitely. Most definitely. Cool. Most definitely. Right on, John. You take you get better, buddy. Thanks, man. Love you guys. All right, peace. All right, see ya. And then there were three. You guys ready for another round of this? Oh hell yeah. David, it's good to see you again. Haven't seen you for a while. He looks he's got a serious face on. Taking notes. Uh-oh. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The. Yeah. I guess you know. Does this fall? But does this does this fall under an eye for an eye? Or no? Uh. Which, which, sure. Why not? No, I mean, like, as far as Rittenhouse goes. Him like, getting on. Like, if you're if somebody's trying to kill you, don't do you have the? Is this like you know? Does that fall under? An eye is an eye for an eye like an actual Bible thing or not really? I don't really. Know. Uh, boy, you know that's I should know that, but I'm not totally sure yeah. about that. Eye for an eye, where does that originate from? I'm gonna look that up real quick. Ah, sorry about that. Sorry about that. No worries. I'm making noise too. Uh, and see. my wife's making lasagna in the background, so <laughs> pardon me. Okay, it looks like. <laughs> Eye for an eye is a commandment found in Exodus. Eye for an eye. I didn't know that. Wow. So that's actually biblical. Yeah. So, I mean, if the guy, I mean, again, we understand. Now, look, do you have, um, actually, how dare you, Dave? How dare you outsmart me? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm like, in the end. The the car dealership that asked them to go watch their stuff or whatever, they ended up actually like denying that they did that in the end because I think they had some like shady things going on with like how they structure their payments to employees and things, and they're starting to be looked into too much. So they just try to like sever all ties to that. So that's already a little shady. They severed all ties to uh, Kyle Rittenhouse or whatever yeah. they kind of do. Yeah. The end. We didn't hire that kid to come and yeah. protect and kill a guy on his parking lot. Yeah, exactly. Because then they'll be liable for like you know people dying and stuff like that. So the um, I just think that yeah, like um, it's a precarious position. Like we have the right to freedom of speech that includes protests. Mm, I obviously don't agree with um, burning or destroying property. That's not acceptable under any means. So how far do you take it? I mean, do you just go, is it right to go out there with a weapon that's not loaded and just for intimidation? Is it right to have a loaded weapon? 
How far off the property should you even be roaming around with that thing? Should you just be holding the property? Like if you're going to go and defend property, then at what point are you not doing that while you're trying to go and put out extinct, like extinguish fires all over the place and, uh, you know, try to give aid to people and stuff like that. I understand. So he, he was in my mind, very much there to combat the protesters, not so much just defend the property. So I think that's where the defense kind of muddied the waters a little bit and try to play it in their favor saying that like, Oh, he was just there to defend the property. And so I'm like, eh, I'm not so sure about that. I think he was there to, you know, show the protesters what's up a little bit. And so, 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 he, so he was a fair. dude that was there probably with a bunch of other dudes that you never see. You oh, yeah. See you could see the group he started out with. Get in there and do something. They all had guns. They're all next um, to each other. But what about this? You guys check this out. So do you think that maybe Kyle should have like tried to use the gun as a weapon? Like in in a sort of like melee combat sort of way before pulling the trigger should he have fought back with his hands or with his the butt of the gun before he actually started firing what what do you think of that i think the whole event is a is a psychological operation i have a saying um if it's on the news it's because they want you to see it because they don't show you 10,000 other situations that are occurring every day of every variation. The news only picks cases that fit their exact number of holes they want to fill to present a message in their propaganda. So this Kyle Rittenhouse thing is just one of those powder keg things that they use. There's 10,000 cases like this that have probably occurred. And they're just bringing him out because it's got. Okay, I want to go ahead and move on from this topic. We've uh, been covering it for a good 30 minutes or more now. So uh, I think people are probably going to want us to move on. So the next topic I want to talk about, and you guys feel free to bring up your own topics or suggest them in the chat box. But I wanted to talk about the um, other thing that people are saying that Kyle Rittenhouse is a distraction from is the Ghislaine Maxwell case. Any thoughts on Let's start with Todd, and then go to Dave, and then I'll I'll comment. Uh, thoughts on the whole Ghislaine Maxwell case, or Ghislaine Maxwell in general? Yeah, first off, um, well, what an ugly woman, especially when she's in jail and being beaten up, giving black eyes or whatever she's got there. Oh yeah. Um, whoa, she is ugly now. What if she had a body or was doing something back in the day? It's gone, long gone. Um, but, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that bitch lost it. <laughs> it's gone. Um, but, um, let's not forget about Jeffrey Epstein had a ranch in New Mexico where he was doing genetic experiments and really? his, seed, his seed was That's so incredible. Out. He wanted to, oh, you don't, you, you remember New Mexico where they, they uncovered the ranch with all the underground facilities? Yeah, with the Z on it? No, that's new to me. I should know these things. Joint, a strip joint in the bottom when you went down the elevator to the bottom. Strip There's, joint? That yeah, sounds like my my dream it, home. But, I mean, mine would have 18-plus girls. He wanted to have 20 women pregnant at all times living <laughs> there on the facility. Damn. So he could populate the world with his sperm. That's what he said. 
That guy's a big um, eagle. Yeah, there was a big Z on the front of the ranch. I forgot what it stand, stood for. Was it Zorro Ranch? Am I tripping uh, out yeah, about that? Zod? I think, no, I think you're right. It's Zorro Ranch. Zorro, it's yeah. Zorro Ranch. And fuck it. Literally Somebody's got another ranch, ranch around there somewhere. Fuck, he's got so much shit. These guys got so much shit. Nasty ass bastard. New, New Mexico and Arizona are just weird hot beds of just bizarre stuff going on out in the desert. Hey, Todd. Mexico is a trippy place. Todd, remember you told me about that thing that they do in uh, Utah where it's almost like Bohemian Grove, but it's like Mm -hmm. more out of that area. Can can you tell us something about that? Because I totally like forgot about it. Bohemian Grove. Utah has its own Bohemian Grove chapter. Where's that at? Where does it take place? It's up on the east Salt Lake. If you go to the east side of Salt Lake, you can drive up the the canyons. Oh, it's not it's not near Zion. <laughs> no, Zion's down south. Okay, I just um, figured that that's down south, a hundred miles down down okay. in the desert, super desert. Salt yeah. Lake's up towards the northern region where it's mountainous, and we get the four seasons. If you go down south, then it's desert. So so Salt Lake's up in the northern. Part, but uh, we should get together and raid it. Alex Jones style. Grove chapter. Daniel Utah has its own chapter of Bohemian Grove. Okay, so this is the same people. They've been given permission to start a chapter in eighteen hundreds. Holy fuck! It's time. The fuck they started or nineteen hundreds or whatever. Shout out to Sage the Truther, one of my favorite Twitter personalities. Always has some good well, we got some stuff weird, to say. Utah's got some weird, weird connections to Bohemian Grove. It, I, I think they went through jury selection today or yesterday for the Ghislaine Maxwell case. And I think uh, from what I read, they had to dismiss one of the jurors because he was a he knew or was a friend of Jeffrey Epstein or had met Jeffrey Epstein. It's like, what the wow. fuck? How on wow. earth do you get a juror that had met Jeffrey Epstein? It's the fucking most random shit ever. He's, he's Sounds like some cooking. But everybody's met him. Look at all these pictures. It. It's like him and Ronald it. McDonald, him and the Queen, him and Princess Di, him and Michael Jackson, him and Greta. <laughs> Greta's hanging yeah, out on Epstein Island. Totally. I want a night with Greta. Oh. To, to Greta's, to Greta's uh, uh, defense a little bit, she did at least go after the Davos group a little bit, so that was kind of cool. Shout but well, but, but she was going after the Davos group, uh, speaking to the Davos group. So exactly. Or they're paying, they're paying her. Yeah, they're paying her to speak. Tell me how bad I am. Yeah, yeah. Chew me out a little bit. I am. Dude, Greta, she's so cringy. Holy shit. But the Ghislaine <laughs> Maxwell shit. I mean, a lot of people don't know this, that Ghislaine was, or Ghislaine, I don't know how to pronounce it, whatever. Maxwell was a submarine driver slash pilot, or I don't know she what you call it. Do, uh, helicopters, submarines. Yeah, Airplanes. and she she uh, she did a TED talk in 2013, I want to say, and where she talks about how like yeah, the seas need to remain like international, like un un like lawless land, lawless waters, basically. And she was yeah. like advocating for, you know, not like she was advocating for basically maritime law. So Dave, you're right. She was literally picking up Jeffrey Epstein in the helicopter or coming and getting him in the submarine. And she was, yeah, man. Off all those vehicles. I'm sure she was highly trained, highly trained. I'm sure there are a lot of um, submarine trips from uh, Biden's brother's 
Island Ow. to uh, Lolita <laughs> Island or whatever the fuck it's called. Little St. James Island. Oh, yeah, there's like Oops. another island that was right next to it or something like that. Yeah. And it was owned by Biden's they brother. From the government of the United States. It used to be a former uh-huh. military uh-huh. base. This is disgusting. And you know, this whole thing, this uh, Jeffrey Epstein, Jeffrey uh, Epstein didn't kill himself slogan or whatever, that that is a psyop in itself because the government wants your establishment or whatever the fuck you call it, the cathedral. They want you to think that Epstein is dead and whatever it takes, even if they think, even who cares if we think that, you know, he, he didn't commit suicide, who cares? As long as you think that he's dead, that's the narrative they have to push because me personally, I don't think he's dead. I think he's alive. Do you remember total recall? came out in about 1983. Yeah, the original Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. Yeah, Arnold's one of my favorite impersonations. We have to get to Mars. <laughs> Elon, get me to Mars. Okay, no more. We can do this all day. Just Arnold's back and forth. He was the governor of California. I met the guy twice. The governor of California. I saw him speak. I loved him. Oh, really? Did you talk to him? I did. I mean, I didn't talk to him. I like shook his hand and stuff. But I was for pretty cool guy in high school. But he's a big, intimidating dude. I haven't met anybody. I can't believe he was the governor. I've met like a couple people from the Howard Stern show. That's about it. I never meet famous people or anything like that. Somebody in chat, Kuwait, start the reactor. <laughs> but uh hey what i want to say about Gislaine before we move on i got to talk about this too so um i yeah. like to call her Gislaine, even though it's like Gislaine or something because it's funnier jizz face lane yeah that's me much too. better me too and also she's a nasty ass hoe she was like molesting those girls too they're having like three ways yeah. with them i watched the whole documentary on netflix it was pretty freaking nasty mm-hmm. it's nasty what people mm-hmm. engage in it's nasty what people think about they need to get some freaking God in their lives and stop paying tons of money to do nasty ass things. So shame on all of them. And also her dad, he is a secret agent. He is like one of the biggest um, oh, yeah. I- intel yeah. guys that there ever was. And everything that Gislaine yeah. does Rob- is probably Robert, another side. What's his name? Robert Maxwell. Robert Maxwell. Yeah. He probably faked his own death too. He was probably one of those guys. He was probably one of the first people to fake his own, not first people, but you know what I mean? Like he probably faked his own death also. And his, and his kinda, kids. A couple of years there were ties to, to Roy Cohn, Donald Trump's lawyer that's got a lot of, you know. Yeah, that, that lawyer. Yeah, there's a lot of connections to him. Robert but the Maxwell, Maxwell family, they were involved in developing the software that the United States was giving to other countries to kind of manage their Pegasus. shit. Yeah, Pegasus, Pegasus. Thank you. And it had the back door in it that would oh, just let shit. anybody come so, in. Hold they the fuck up. All of our communications. So, Ghislaine's sister was the one that was working on that shit, right? Correct. Yeah. Holy shit. So, it was Pegasus that she was working on? That I didn't know. That's some fucking crazy shit. Yeah. yeah and we're supposed to believe this is all real, like, even though oh, there's all these that's different connections. Some fucking crazy shit. That's dude. why I say everything is fake. Come out and tell you it's the end of the world and Jesus is coming. It is. Or the check, check. End of the world, check. <laughs> Jesus is coming, check. Satan, that's fucking check. depressing. It is, but what's depressing. more depressing? Yeah, show. It's very depressing. <laughs> uh, my bad. I don't mean to everybody talk at once, but. 
what I think is more depressing is if this stuff is just going to keep going on with no sort of Jesus or anything like that. It's going to get crazy if nobody can oppose it. And I don't see nobody stepping up. Are you guys, are you, are you, uh, do you want to do another one? One more, one more go around before we take a break? Let's go. Oh, hell yeah. All right. Uh, this is, this one's a little tougher. I want to talk about China and specifically the possibility of China invading Taiwan or maybe even invading the United States, um, being at war with us in general, whether that be um, like a proxy sort of war where we're not actually fighting or whatever you call it versus an actual all-out assault. Um, you know, just your guys' thoughts on China. You can take it whatever direction you want. Um, if you don't if you don't want to say anything, just say pass. That's totally cool. So that's how we'll do it from now on. If, if anybody doesn't have an answer, don't feel pressure. Just say pass. So go ahead. Let's do it in reverse this time. Dave, why don't you lead us off? Hell yeah. I have so many opinions about this. First of all, do I think China is a red herring in a lot of ways? Yes, I do. I think that people love to just blame everything on China, China, China. When we were the ones who put China in power, essentially, we allowed them to grow as much as possible. We allow them to break all these rules as far as our environmental impact and stuff like that, whereas we have to follow those rules. They are no, they're, they're still considered a growing country or whatever economically. China has a lot of problems. We all know they're not the crazy superpower that everybody actually thinks they are. In a way, they are. In other ways, not so much. Now, I have, I have strong opinions on, and I have theories. Now, I'm going to kind of, I'm going to tiptoe around this subject a little bit because it's very touchy. The way Israel became a country, in the 60s I feel is the same thing we did to Afghanistan and essentially turned Afghanistan into an LLC or a corporation and I believe a lot a big part of this retreat from Afghanistan is to sell or allow China to come in and take over and I think that's one of the reasons why Pakistan is pissed they already got that fucking road built through Turkmenistan. Do I think they're going to attack Taiwan? Fuck yeah, I do. Taiwan is the number th- the three, the third biggest semiconductor uh, creator in the world, next to China and Hong Kong. Also, the third largest electronics producers, just in, in electronics in general, and yep. you know, wiring and all that shit. A bunch yep. of that shit's made in Taiwan. So is it a way to stranglehold it? Sure. But in the end, really, all that really means is that, you know, it's just it like if we really needed to if we if the military or the government really needed those parts, you know, we will we will see manufacturing come back to the United States on that type of stuff. I don't think it ever should have left, but because of the way we've tariffed and taxed our own people and tariffed and removed tariffs from other countries. You know, that's just a product of capitalism, unfortunately. The biggest thing, I think, is that at this point, you know, China kind of needs us as much as we need them in a way if they want to keep their revenue going as well. Now, that's all changing because they're trying to really get into the European markets per se, and they've already been going and raping resources in Africa, men in briefcases, men men in suits with briefcases going to Africa and stuff like that. So the world's changing. China is becoming more and more now, again, 
I want to say this that you know not everything is China's fault. So just keep that in mind. But um, yeah, that's all I really got to say about that. Okay, thanks, Dave. And by the way, check out uh, Dave on the Deegan Den podcast. Oh, Todd's got some drama going on. My turn. Fight, fight. No, we're just kidding with so you. My wife said, Do you want that on or off? I'm my wife. Turn it off. Yeah. No, you're good. <laughs> turn that off. Um, no, you're cool. Um, China. We, we built China. China wouldn't exist if we hadn't have guided their destiny and their future. And when I say we, I mean the United States formed a central central role to how they developed. Richard Nixon opened up trade with China in the early 70s, the first country. It was closed off till then. Pepsi-Cola and Coca-Cola and McDonald's went over there first, as you would expect. And, uh, and then they've done nothing but grow since then. After the corporations went over there and built up their economy and, and, and moved all of our industrial base over there, they um, became an incredible power manufacturing powerhouse and economic uh, uh, a force. So now we're competing with our government's policies where they forced businesses to go to China to make it your products for less money. They forced everybody for 30 years, 30 years ago, to go to China and make your profits on le- for, for, you know, for less money. They, and so all our corporations went that direction. Um, if you look into the history of the United States, especially this century, there's a group that has controlled the entire time um, our economic policies, our executive branches of government, and and our foreign relationships, where they build, we build our own enemies. Whoever runs this place has a program where we build our enemies, and then we pay to fight our own enemy that we built. So this is a continuing trope that they've used. China, like you said, Dave, is tied to us at the hip with the trade thing. Their economy is based upon making products and our economy is based upon buying products from China. So we're connected at the hip. I don't, they're, not the, they're not the giant paper tiger that everybody makes them out to be. But um, at the same time, would, do you trust our government to have our backs if anybody attacked us? Um, we, China makes most uh, manufacturing products uh, with uh, computers, microchips. Fuck, they're, they're, our military banned their cellular communications because they're snooping and spying on everything. But uh, anyways, on China, I'll get, I better cut it short. Now that Joe Biden's president, they're going to, they're going to move in on all those islands they've been threatening for a long time. And um, they're going to threaten us with Joe Biden. And once again, I will put out that um, if you think you're going to come to America, China, with your billion citizens, um, if that ain't happened, because there's 10 million Kyle Rittenhouses waiting for it, practicing every day. That's my thing on China and Kyle Rittenhouse. All right. Awesome, Todd. Appreciate you doing that. 
Uh, I'll go ahead and talk about China real quick, and then we'll go ahead and take a break. Um, so I've heard some really funky stuff about China. One sort of rumor that I've heard or prediction is that in the future, China is actually not going to attack Taiwan, or they will attack Taiwan, but their real plan is to actually invade us from the north. So I might have heard this from Al and heard it from somewhere else in the past, but the idea is that they're going to do a land invasion through the Bering Strait and actually come down from Alaska with a, a land force. And they actually, right now, because of people like Biden, they have storehouses spread around the country where they have weapons, where they have food, where they have places where they can bunker up. And they're actually going to come yeah, flooding down and pretty much taking us over. And one thing we got to keep our eye on is, again, the South China Sea. That's a major trade route. China feels like it's entitled to take Taiwan because Taiwan is originally part of China. They have some rationale like that. And I was watching a 60 Minutes. It's on YouTube. And they're talking to a representative from China. And they're like, China, do you intend to take everything over and dominate everything? He's like, no, China are pandas. We're pandas. Pandas don't hurt anybody. We're just pandas. No, do you think we're going to take over Australia? They're kangaroos. Panda bears can't take kangaroos. Well, the kangaroo's not afraid of a panda. Yeah. I'm like, no, you're not pandas. Pandas, no, pandas <laughs> can't carry movement. assault rifles. And, and the other thing that's scary about that is China's working on some really killer technologies. All the crap that we have, they've got it too. And they are working on their own exoskeletons. I've seen the development stuff on exoskeletons. That's some scary shit because it lets you run faster. It lets you lift in excess of what any human should be able to do. Um, it provides you some like body armor and stuff like that. So those exoskeletons are going to be badass. probably already sold out to them, so they've given them all the information. And all yeah, the and Todd, you're, you're right about that sort of thing honest. because they are putting – microphones and crap like that and the stuff that they send over here like people were paranoid about that tiktok app because now it's owned by china i won't i will not put tiktok on my phone he's got microphones i'm not dealing with tiktok i hate watching you every night has been for 10 years tiktok can blow me i will never get on there i'm on everything else i'll never sorry i'll never get on tiktok sorry go ahead no it's cool oh yeah sorry the i was just gonna say that the um with china too is like now they're telling their um, citizens, all right, you can start having more children now. Maybe they are looking to just throw a billion people at a land war. Who knows? Um, <clears throat> we, uh, and, and also, too, when, you, when you're able to throw death and human suffering at manufacturing, like, without batting an eye, uh, with no conditions. You got issues. There's no, there's, you're, 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 you know, it's limitless as to what you you can build the pyramids of of Giza. Yeah, they're they're not yeah. playing by the same moralistic laws that we yeah, are. The rules of warfare, Probably. so so we call it, right? Like Probably. we abide by the rules of warfare, R- yeah. rules of engagement. All right, you guys, let's go ahead and take a break. You're both Thank welcome you again, to Daniel. stay on until after the break. Um, you can do what you want, of course, but we are going to come back after playing a little music, and I'm going to turn my mic off, play a little. Play a little music and we'll be back in about, I don't know, 10 Sounds minutes. Sounds good. Sounds good, Daniel. YouTube.com right. slash Dave Sarah. End of day's rules. <laughs>
and welcome back. This is Daniel, your host. This is the end of days. And we are back live. Just took a little break to urinate and have a little snack. Now I'm refreshed. Not going to go super long. This is kind of a test, first time experimental show. So not a huge deal. We're learning the ropes, getting some momentum going. We're figuring things out. Hold on, I need to grab my water. You see my energy drink is empty, so moving on to some good old-fashioned H2O. I don't need to lean into my mic. I can just talk like this. I feel like I need to lean because I'm used to uh, having to do that, but really you're not supposed to talk into your mic like that. That's a bad habit. You should have it set up so you can maintain a normal distance about like this. So real quick, before we move on, um, I didn't really plug Dave that well. I realized that when I was on break. So check out Dave on the Deegan Den podcast. Once again, that's the Deegan Den podcast. So go ahead and look him up. That's Dave Sara and his comedy. Feel free to look him up. And also, I wanted to plug everything again. Remember, I really need donations. Oh, man, I'm starving. Don't let these chubby cheeks fool you. I need some food. And the only way I'm going to be able to get some food is if you donate to the show. It keeps the lights on. keeps my Christmas trees on. keeps my blacklight on. You can see my blacklight poster. keeps the servers up. keeps everything in motion. So if you, if you wouldn't mind, $2, $3, $5, just anything that you can spare. I will never charge for this show. This show will always remain a free truth platform. However... I want to be able to do this show every day at some point. And for me to be able to do that, I have to make a little bit of Skrilla, you know, each, with, with each show. So if you wouldn't mind, if you could take the time to just open up your wallet a little bit for Daniel, pull out your credit card, because you're going to like this one. Pull out your credit card, head over to endofdaysradio.com, click donate, where you will see a PayPal link, as well as a Bitcoin wallet address, and you can use either of those to send me a little bit of cashola so that I can buy food, so I can buy water. I can't drink the water here in Seattle. I have to buy bottled water. I know that sounds totally hippie, yuppie, but I, I can't drink this water. I'll die if I drink it. So if you wouldn't mind just sharing a little bit of Bitcoin or a little bit of cashola with your buddy Daniel, it'll help this show stay on the air and make it so that I can make ends meet. So thank you very much. And I could take other types of crypto, but I don't really see a point to that because they have higher transaction fees. Like I could take Ethereum, for example, but uh, that it's hell expensive to use Ethereum. I don't know how much they're going to charge you off of a transaction. So I'm not going to bother with that. Just convert it to Bitcoin and send the Bitcoin and I will be very thankful. God bless. It's all about God. It's all about this thing, the Bible, the Holy Bible, the King James Bible. I'm all about God. We don't have any demons on this program. We're not about demons. We're not about Satan. All that stuff is gone, gone, gone. We wished it all away. It's all about God and good and Christ. Also, remember to go to endofdaysradio.com and click on the Discord link. We're trying to fill up our Discord chat. So everybody who's listening to this, I don't care if you hate me now I don't care if you're like an ex-girlfriend of mine. I don't care who you are. I want you to join this Discord. You're part of the group. 
So go ahead and click on that Discord link and join up and we'll have a good time. And also, don't forget to join up with the TLB Talk. And once you join TLB Talk, remember to add me as a friend. We're, we're pushing TLB Talk until those guys piss me off and ban me or something, then we won't push them anymore. But for now, go to TLB Talk. Also, follow me on everything. And and that includes Twitter, Instagram, uh, Parler. Uh, did I say Instagram? TLB Talk. Gab. Follow me on Gab. Gab.com. You guys like Gab, right? I'm really pushing things over up on Gab, so... That might be one of the only places you'll be able to get me pretty soon. And also, what I forgot to mention is we're now on BitChute. So BitChute is another place where you'll be able to get this show. I've just put like some of our really good shows up there so far. But what's nice about BitChute is I'll probably never get censored or deplatformed on BitChute. So you BitChute fans, you can rejoice because End of Days Radio is now on BitChute. And remember our big show this Sunday, 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 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We'll be having the big roundtable show. If anybody from this show wants to be on there, that's fine. We already got Dave booked. I'm sure Todd will show up. Um, but anybody, John Connor, any of you guys, if you want to be on the Sunday show, you are absolutely invited. And what else can I bore the crap out of you guys with? Uh, that's pretty much it. Pretty much it. Mm, we're going to make this more of like a reality show. So that's sort of the plan. Instead of it being, we're still going to, of course, have the interviews. The interviews are the driving force of the show. So don't think this is like a new thing and it's, oh, this isn't as good. This new format sucks. Wah, wah, freaking wah. Don't get all like that because End of Days Radio is going to keep doing what it does we're still going to do interviews and in addition to the old same old format of the great interviews we're going to be doing this too so don't freaking cry nobody likes a whiner nobody likes a cry baby nobody likes wait you have christmas trees <laughs> yeah i've got three of them christmas is bad ha 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 ex-girlfriend so from sage the truther check him out on twitter he's back on twitter Getting a lot of followers ready. Check that guy out. And let's go ahead and move back into things. I have plenty I'd like to talk about still. Oh, yeah. You can get us on Twitch now, too. Twitch. Can you believe that? Yeah. I'm on Twitch. That's right, bitch. I'm on Twitch. I might even start playing video games on there. I haven't played a video game in forever. But if I can figure out how to hook all that crap up, sky's the limit. You guys want to watch some boring shit like me play Call of Duty or something with with my commentary? We'll do it. Anything. Anything to help make some... You know what I'm saying? Gotta get those dollar bills. I'll play video games. Anything. Please donate. I need it. Let's go ahead and bring Todd back. Todd, are you still with us? Uh, we are here, buddy. We are still here. See if uh looks like uh whoever that was. I think that was Dave or John. But uh looks like it's just us now, buddy. Oh cool. Well that gives me a chance to run down my list of uh, uh my notes I made huh? with you. Let's hear it. What you got, buddy? I made a little list. Let's let you well, can take control. What what you got? I had to start out with uh the fact that uh there had to be 
the most incredible lunar eclipse to occur before I could come back on, you know, my reappearance after months of not talking with you. Is that tonight? It was last night. Oh, I missed it. It it, it presented what was to come last night. Good thing I quit doing magic because last night would have been a perfect night to do a spell. 600 years there hasn't been a lunar eclipse that lasted that long. It was two hours. Man, I missed it. I missed it. (sighs) My wife snuck out on the patio about two o'clock and tried to see it but the sky was so cloudy you couldn't see the moon i miss i miss that shit i'm still mad at myself but it's okay the energy was coming in for, i got all this crap show. on my mind <sighs> oh. the energy was coming in for our show um uh john connor you gotta get better the future's <laughs> your seed <laughs> He's going to get a cybernetic leg, a new cybernetic leg. Oh, my God. Ooh, who's this? Hello? Nigger. Oh, what the fuck? Why you got one of those guys? What the fuck? That's nasty. Putting shit up on your show. Yeah, pulling his dick out. Wow. Why do people have to do crap like that? See, it's stuff like that that makes it so that, there you, go. you know, we can't even, like, do a show like this if people are going to do, do stuff go. like that. It's like, you know, how can I even, how can I even put this show anywhere when people are doing nasty shit like that? Who who wants to see your nasty little uncircumcised dick anyways, dude? That's so wow, nasty. And who would seek out, who would seek out your obscure show and do that? Uh, you know, serial killer. Uh, yeah, some somebody that has got some agents, problems. Intelligence agencies. Somebody that's trying a little too hard to be funny and is just being vile. I don't, I don't think that's funny. You think that's? Oh, oh, I got on. Maybe it was one of those guys. I have no idea. That's mm-hmm. why you know I never really wanted to go in. No, there's your video there's nothing too. fun or funny about now, anything. Now like they that. got our faces, Daniel. Thanks, buddy. They can come and smash our head in real easy. We appreciate that. Yeah. So we better make it worth it. We we better make it worth it. All of our words from here on out. Well, if people we do, if, it in. if people are doing nasty shit like that, I, I can only guess that's got to be one of the Kermit and Friends people. It has to be. Hmm. It has to be. I mean, so you went that's... And did some shows. I I gotta see these shows with this this other woman woman or what's her name? Yeah, Aliza. I've I've been going on Aliza. her show, and that's their type of humor, like pulling your dong out on camera during a live stream. That's like that's totally. They them. love that. Yeah, that's wow. totally them. There it is again. Okay, I'm gonna kick this guy out, and that pretty much confirms it. That confirms so Lisa sent all of her nutball um, fans over to your show. Fantastic, Daniel. No, that's that's not Lisa that did that. She would not do that. She's a perfect no, angel. Those are her. That's one of her stalkers doing that. That's one of those nasty ass freaks. Well, Daniel, that's kind of a subject we should talk about about how they could have any. And you don't even, we're in the, we're, what they call this is kind of the fog of war. 
You don't even know who anybody is. They set this I'm, up. I'm perfect. in shock right now. I don't even know what to say. I'm gonna take a little bit to recover because oh. that's nasty. I don't want. I don't want to see some freaking nasty worm dick on my stream. Yeah, Daniel. Daniel. Give me a break. That's not one of your friends, is it, Todd? You didn't no, set that up. No, but it might be one of yours. I mean, probably. <laughs> I apologize. I apologize to anybody watching. That was this is the first time I've done this, and I knew in the back of my head that somebody was going to pull something. Somebody's like going to do that shit. Yeah, I had a feeling somebody would pull oh, something like that. Well, That's there nasty. you go. Somebody came in and did some shit that's going to taint the whole fucking thing. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So from now on, um, we're going to start vetting people, and unless I sort of know you i guess i can't bring you no, on you are. you're not gonna just fly him up on the screen yeah i can't how could i do that when that might be a good idea daniel don't just let any dude because it'll be the one dude that's gonna put his fucking dick on screen fantastic exactly lesson learned lesson learned does that sound wow daniel did you promote this worldwide did you push it out we're going live tonight. yeah yeah and i should have known better I should have known that some assholes would show up that want attention, that want negative attention, that want to show their small penis on my live stream. Their little tiny discolored penis. Little little freaking wiggly. It's all looked all squirmy and wormy. And, and that is that's gay. We're two uh, men. We don't want to see that shit. It's it's mostly a male viewing audience. That's. That's uh that set that says what so, persu- not that there's anything wrong with that but that says what persuasion sexual persuasion that person is. Do so I guess like that? you're gonna have to be more professional on how you allow people to come into the show. Don't just open it up with somebody somebody's live penis sitting there, Daniel. Yeah, I better take a note of when that. If happens. you can, if you can, <laughs> get that guy's number. Yeah, don't don't take, accept the call from him again while you're live. Oh yeah, Jesus. I I can see. That there's quite a bit of immaturity out there, and rather than call in and immaturity's cool and one thing, but you know, just straight trolling and blood, putting up shit that'll get your show fucking banned off every platform anywhere. Yeah, that ain't cool. And that's the intention. It's like a jealousy thing. Oh, Daniel has people actually watching him. It's his first show like this. Let's let's screw with him. Let's screw everything up for him. It's probably that. Yeah, but but Daniel, I got to finish my shout outs. Go ahead. We got Andy in right. Shout it out, Andy. Shout out Andy. to Andy. Pod trash. Go listen to Andy Pod trash. He he pod. You know he he podcasts when he wants every once in a while. But all Daniel's shows were great with him. Um, V, great show with V. Appreciate V coming on here. Look at him over there. Going revolution. As I said before, if you get above a, a number of six people, there's a federal agent already infiltrated you. They're showing us that. Yeah. They got they got controlled opposition on the left and the I, right. I'd rather deal with that shit than some freaking nasty penis in my face. Yeah. It sounds... <laughs> Sorry, Todd. Go ahead. It's all good. Let's not Toss even give that any more attention. Shut the show down. Shut the show down. <laughs> shut the show down. Just shut it all down. Shut it down. Some asshole. 
some dick head. Yeah. Go ahead, Fuck Todd. It's guy. your show now. I'm going to be quiet. Am I wrong? Quiet. I wanted to talk to you. I'm still here. Go ahead. All right. Wrote a couple things down. Um, Andy, shout out. John Connor, shout out. And then I wanted to shout out to Max Egan. He did a really good shout out, or he did a really good podcast the other day, making fun of Gene Simmons and some other musician who was telling him that everybody, if you don't get the vaccine, you need to be put in a quarantine camp. So Max Egan, right on. Shout out to Max Egan. Yeah. Um, books. I wanted to talk to you about books. Todd, that was so funny how you just like froze up just now when I put you on the screen alone. You're just like, oh, oh. <laughs> you were so, like, oh, yeah, you're oh, deer oh, caught oh. in headlights. You're just like, oh, oh. <laughs> that's what I was hoping for. Well, I do what I can. Thank you. I'm surprised I made it on camera with you tonight. Yeah, we've got never this, had you on camera. this figured out finally. Thanks for having the balls. If you to... this, I never would have been there. Thanks for actually having the balls to come on here and do it well, live. I don't want to fucking be on here with camera, with fucking machines analyzing our fucking pupils, Daniel. I never wanted this. You were the one that was supposed to carry it forward into the future. You and John Connor. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no. it's it, it takes a little bit of bravery to come on camera. I have to admit, sometimes when I'm on camera, I get a little bit petrified. But you get used to it, and you realize it's just better. You know, your your it's face so is up there. Everybody, you know, I saw a movie the other night where the actor looked like you. I'm like, oh, my God, he looks identical to Daniel. Was it's this really a weird. Nicolas Cage movie? movie? No, it was some other movie. But he was good looking, whatever. Oh, good. You know, as long as he was good looking. He was an ugly guy. He, he was the killer, but... It wasn't William Defoe um, or somebody like that, then? No, I could go find the movie, but it wouldn't be worth it. Um, There's a couple other things. I got to roll through these, Daniel. Go, go, go. Controlled opposition. Don't think for one minute that you're sitting out there that this ain't all programmed and pre-planned. You're a born-again Christian. You love Jesus. You love Trump. You love Bill Clinton. You love Hillary Clinton. You love Joe Biden. Sure you do. Um, it's a big operation they've been doing for a long time. They put out controlled opposition. They give money to the groups that fight against each other. So anything you're seeing on TV of any influence is supplied by them monetarily. So if you go out thinking that the Proud Boys or Antifa or Black Lives Matter, you're going to make a change in the world. All you're doing is joining a big thing that has who knows how many informants. Another story that came out, Malcolm X is uh, the people that were put in prison for Malcolm X's assassination were exonerated this week because they didn't really kill Malcolm X, but they were put in prison for 30 years for killing Malcolm X. Just like, just like, King, these guys kill people. 
and frame innocent people and put innocent people in jail for 30 years. They do indeed. And now they admit 50 years later because all the people that framed those couple innocent black dudes that didn't really kill Malcolm X, now they're exonerated. The other disgusting um, headline I read yesterday was that the FDA has had requests for 329,000 pages of documents under the Freedom of Information Act from doctors and all these other people that want to know how the FDA approved the vaccines. And the FDA demanded yesterday that how they approved the vaccines and all those documents should be sealed for 55 years relating to the development of the COVID-19 vaccine. That story was yesterday and uh, 55 years, what does that remind you of, Daniel? The JFK assassination? Yeah, the alleged assassination. Yeah. In 55 years, we'll tell you how the FDA came to approve the vaccines that you were rushed one year ago. Um, they don't want to talk about natural immunity, Daniel. Natural immunity, it doesn't exist anymore. Maybe I got the COVID. Maybe I didn't. Maybe who knows? Well, check this out, Todd. But, so uh, check this out. So I'm doing my thing on Twitter, right? You know, I, I've talked to you about this. I like Twitter. I go on there a lot. Yeah, you get crazy on there. Yeah. God damn, dude. And there's certain topics that if I say anything about this topic, I start getting attacked by what I can only describe as shills, bots, paid trolls. Like they just start coming at me, calling me names, putting me down, cutting down on me. And I'm yeah. used to that. That's kind of why I stopped talking about flat earth. It, it just gets annoying. The arguments get circular. And I know these people attacking me aren't, aren't real. And I've also run into them anytime I've brought up or discussed creationism. I can give a good creationism argument, but these troll bot shills won't even really let me talk because they start attacking me. Right, I go block, 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 and I block them all. By the time it's all over, I'm dead tired. But it, it happened. Yeah. It happened again. Yeah, no, that's why I told you I don't want to go on there. I ain't on there with you, buddy. I'm not. I ain't going there. I don't got time enough in the day to sit and fucking argue with these assholes. Yeah, and I don't either. And um, it, it just absorbs your energy. They're energy vampires. And they're robots, most likely, in the end, eventually, that are going to fucking take us over. Yeah, very true. And it happened regarding a topic that I never would have thought. All I did, literally all I did, Todd, was I tweeted, let's pray for Lady Gaga that she is able to escape the Illuminati and, come back and stop being a Luciferian. Right? That's all I said. And all of a sudden, I start getting attacked by like hundreds of these bots or shills or trolls or whatever they are, and wow. they were actually maybe start, they're Lady Gaga fans. They were starting to tweet like demonic shit at me. Like they're they're tweeting a picture of Lady Gaga, and her face was all like stretched out like a demon. And then underneath, oh, it would wow. have some some language that I can't even understand. Some it's like Sumerian or, or Akkadian or something, and they were sending well, me these know. pictures to like curse me or something. Well, I collect books on unusual um, 
languages and uh, that. So if you ever want to send me something, I can look it up and reference it in my library. Well, this was really eerie because I can understand them focusing on certain topics they don't want people talking about or things that are kind of like honeypots. They want to draw you in or whatever and harass you. Yeah. But Lady Gaga, come on. It's, It's like they actually have a standing army ready to go. If anybody says anything, maybe because her new movie is coming out, maybe it has something to do with that. But it's like they're just ready no. to attack. No, no. F- try if you're able, if you've been listening to Daniel's show for a while, try if you're able to follow along with the idea that secret societies and intelligence agencies use tension strategy to introduce tension and create groups that fight against each other and they could have any number of names and pop out of anywhere every we're in the worst situation we could possibly be in um every situation you could imagine these guys are if it's if it's controversial they're behind it whoever they are and it could be anybody there it's like spy versus spy like mad magazine they're fighting each other on a battlefield that people aren't even aware of it exists and um, we're caught between them and um that's why your show is so incredible daniel as we ride this weird information highway uh, of bizarre stuff let's see we got did we get COVID in we got COVID in. I don't want to even talk about that because basically nobody's even allowed to talk about that anymore without getting deplatformed. Like I was on the um, Josh Monday Christian conspiracy podcast and, and uh, Josh Monday, you know, he's a, he's a rapper. He didn't even want me to talk about that. And he, he, he straight up told me that they've been getting banned for that type of topic. And I just don't even want to go there because Everybody knows how I feel already, and I don't want to deal with anything yeah. like that or lose my whole show over one topic. So I, yeah. I don't, I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Sorry. I was just going to go down my list of, of crap that I wanted to 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 mention with you. Um, Grimes and Musk broke up. That's true. Month. Yeah, that was a big one. Yeah. So. Grimes and Elon have this whole alien theme together. They even gave their kids some kind of crazy name, and they seem to be going great. Grimes was always He's a little going weird. going to outer space, and she's singing songs about outer space, and she looks like an alien, and the kid's name's some alien name. Right, go on. Which reminds me, Captain Kirk, a.k.a. William Shatner, went up into almost space. He didn't actually go into space. He went up into almost space. And let me break it to you guys. No one's ever been past almost space. That's as high as we go. It's really high in the atmosphere. Nobody's ever been to space. But they've been to almost space. Because that's really all you can do. Like the, um, what's it called, Todd? The the international, the Mir space station or whatever. Or no, no, the ISS. That's not. The international space station. That's not in space. Yeah. It's just really high up in an extremely yeah, high altitude. Floats around the atmosphere, supposedly. Never gets out of the atmosphere. Yeah, it's up there. You can track it. 
But to say it's and, actually and, in space, no. Somehow we went to the moon three or four times back in the 60s, and now we never went back, and now we can't go. Doesn't anybody smell a rat? Something stinks here. Yeah, exactly. Maybe we went there. I don't fucking know. They got a rover that's going around Mars that you can tune into every day and see footage from Mars. Is that real? Yeah. When, How would we ever know? The whole big thing now is commercial space flights, but they, they will come out with that stuff, but nobody's actually going to be going into the atmosphere. I, I mean, they're not going to be going into space. They're just going to be going high into the atmosphere. They're going to come back with all these pictures and say, I went into space. You flat earthers are dumb. I went into space, but yeah, no. Totally. Yeah. They fly people all around all the time where you see them going to zero gravity. They do zero gravity flights. Yeah, they're sticking a little freaking tin can or plastic water bottle, putting a rocket on it and shooting into space. And it's two minutes. It's not freezing. It's not overheating. I'm not saying I I believe the Earth's flat or round. I'm saying the people that run this place are lie, lie through their teeth. They're the biggest liars you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, exactly. But hey, Todd, we're approaching the two-hour mark. I didn't intend to go really long with this show, so I'm going to go ahead and stop it there. But we're going to be back in just a couple days, the day after tomorrow on Sunday at 5. And Todd, you are definitely invited to our roundtable. I shall shall try to be there, sir. Any last... Go ahead, sorry. I sure appreciate the, the job that you do for us. And it is, Daniel, so valuable, so... I appreciate that. Any last words? Let's see. I got Grimes and Muskin. Uh, oh, new shows. We got to shout some podcasts out. Small Town Murder. I don't know if you ever heard of it. Pretty funny. Two comedians make fun of people getting murdered in small towns. Go check that out. They didn't pay me. It's just funnier now. Vanished in the Valley. Some Some female out in California. I think it's Redding, California does a killer show called Vanished in the Valley where she covers people that go missing, killed mysteriously. They go missing, and then she covers all the conspiracy shit, and she's pretty funny and fiery. Um, Knowledge Fight, I told you about at least a year ago, where two comedians take on every single one of Alex Jones's show. So it's kind of... And once intelligent as hell smart as hell and funny and the other one just doesn't know anything about alex and rages on him that's a killer podcast knowledge fight um the farm the farm does a deep dive into conspiracy shit steven schneider wrote a book that hosts the podcast you heard the farm no i have not go check out the farm Steven Snyder wrote a pod or did a book, wrote a book called something about Trump and all the connections to Epstein and all that shit. But he does a great show. I've been um, on, I've been on, not to interrupt you, but I've been on recently Subconscious Realms, Josh Monday, Christian Conspiracy, Kermited Friends, and I'm going on Occult Rejects probably sometime next month. And I've got another one that I'm scheduled to do. This is a, the Todd Armstrong podcast. So I'll be nailing that out on the 24th, the same day I'm going to be appearing on a cult rejects with um, New York Patriot. Did any show you go on, please send me a link immediately after you're off there, if it's not an inconvenience, because yeah, I, I sure. enjoy your, all your interviews. 
Um, and that's pretty much it, Daniel. I think I got them all in knowledge fight. It's pretty funny because it they riff on Alex Jones. They've been going before your sh almost about the same time your sh show started picking apart Alex Jones. What what's it's the name of that again? Knowledge fight. We got to get them on here. Two comedians that just rip on Alex Jones full tilt. We got to super smart. We got to do simulcast. Research. I'll reach out they to those guys. Apart. You got to reach out to them, dude. You got to. That would be so cool. But yeah, I won't keep you, Daniel. I appreciate the show. Amazing. Dave, Sarah, love him. Hell yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Todd, thank you so much. I hope to see you on Sunday evening for our roundtable show. And I will talk to you later, buddy. Sounds good. Take care, my man. Peace. Peace. All right. Moving along. Um <sighs> So there's a few more things I want to get to, but I'll go ahead and save that for our roundtable show Sunday. Until then, I wanted to, um, boy, that fucking penis really threw me off. Like after that happened, I was, I mean, I don't want to give any more credit to the douchebag that actually did that. I mean, what a freaking asshole, but boy, that really throws you off because you don't want, you know, there's kids that watch this. There's, you know that the type of crowd that watches my show is not into that type of humor so shame on whoever did that you're not funny um that type of humor is so lame what what type of brain power does it take to pull your freaking dong out like that's so childish that's like a little kid oh everybody look at my pee pee look it's my pee pee i mean are you kidding me you you call that humor you think that's funny you're not funny i'm funnier in my little pinky than you are in your whole freaking life. So don't even think you can come on my stream and, and, um, you know, pull some shit like that because it's lame. You know, take, take your crap over to your crappy ass YouTube show with your two listen, two freaking people watching, laughing at each other's lame humor and keep your shit the hell away from my world because you don't have any place on here. This is end of days radio. This is for intelligent discussion. If you don't have an IQ of at least 50, then fuck off. We don't want you here. Nobody thinks you're funny. You're a douche. You're a triple-A douche. You are a troglodyte. You're inbred. You're probably from the South. I shouldn't go there. A lot of my listeners are from the South. <laughs> but you, you're probably inbred, and you're probably missing a lot of teeth and, and a lot of brain cells. So take your shitty humor and get the fuck off my show. That's lame, dude. That's that's really lame. What are you going to do next? Are you going to flash your dog to some little kids and get yourself arrested? You you really think that's funny? Are you going to flash your dog to some innocent women? Hey, look at my penis. It's not circumcised. Get that shit cut, dude. It looks nasty. You got to clean that shit out. I mean, there, there's nothing wrong with being uncircumcised, but your shit looks nasty. Just keep it covered. Keep your dick put away. Keep your trashy bullshit to your own trashy bullshit world and don't bring it into mine because that shit's lame. Nobody, nobody thinks you're cool. Nobody thinks you're funny. And the few people that actually get off on that, it's just not worth it. You know, you're an embarrassment. You're an embarrassment to your family. You're an embarrassment to your friends. You're an embarrassment to society. You're lame. You don't even deserve to be on 
any show or any YouTube station or anything because you're you're god awful boring and you're unfunny and you're a piece of shit. You are a piece of shit. You are no better than a pedophile because there's kids that watch this program and there's kids that could have saw that. And I don't want that shit associated with me. So put your dick back, put, take your four inch dick and put it back in your tidy whitey undies, your Superman underwear and go back to bed because that's what a little kid, little fucking little kid should do. They should go to bed. But anyways, I'm going to have to work on editing that out and I'm going to have to be more careful who I let onto this stream because obviously there are some dumb fucks following me from other places in the internet and are bringing their lame ass humor with them. Their unfunny fucking shtick. That's right. Shtickoma is not the same as genuine comedy. It's fucking shtick. Nobody thinks shtick is funny. Shtick is some people's shtick is funny, but for the most part, shtick is fucking lame. So take your stick and shove that stick up your ass because it sucks and you suck. So fuck you. This is Daniel. This is end of days radio. I, I thank you guys so much for bearing with me and bearing with that nasty crap. And I promise I'll never let that happen again. It's nasty, but until next time, I, I definitely appreciate you guys until next time. Um, Check us out Sunday at 5 p.m. And don't forget to donate to the show. I really need those donations. I promise I'll protect you from nasty-ass crap like we saw today. And I will see you Sunday. The king has returned from the broken ruins of Babylon. This is the end of days.